Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to the I Declare Show. Real Raw Right Now Talk Media. I Declare It. Check out IDeclareMedia.com. And always remember, no matter what, know your value. No matter what, know you matter. You're listening to the I Declare Show. Real Raw Right Now Talk Media. I Declare It. India Declare, real, raw, and right now. All right, here we go. Uh, Happy New Year's Eve, everybody. Uh, 31 December 2018. Uh, We are coming to you live. This is the I Declare Show. It is 11 p.m. Eastern Time. And uh, welcome. Uh, Welcome to our New Year's Eve special. Um, Hopefully you have grabbed your phone. You've got your uh, favorite uh, adult uh, beverage uh, or beverages. And uh, uh, please, uh, we want to hear from you. A call, a tweet, the chat room is open. Um, hit me on uh, Instagram uh, at I am I declare. Uh, this is an opportunity for you to uh, let it out and get it out, uh, as I said on one of my uh, Instagram uh, banners. Um, we want to hear from you. And I want to say, before we get into anything else, um, uh, I want to say thank you for uh, tuning in to this production. Um, And um, thank you for whether we agreed or disagreed, whether you listened uh, for one minute or or two hours, and like we used to do three hours uh, years ago, uh, just thank you for engaging, participating and being a part of what is uh, the I Declare show and uh, at I am I Declare on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Um, Tonight, we are going to also say thank you and goodbye uh, to um, a tremendous uh, gentleman, a power icon uh, of monetary science, um, and as I said here on the blog, an all-around talented and very good man, Mr. Andre Eglishan. Uh, Mr. Eglishan passed away uh, days ago, and uh, we are sending uh, prayers, uh, blessings, and uh, we want to just send some spirit love to um, the Eglishan family right now. Um, um, uh, uh, we'll, we'll get into... Uh, what Mr. Eglishan means to me um, and hopefully what he has meant to you over the many years. Uh, But uh, uh, if you have not uh, had the privilege uh, to listen to the power uh, brilliance of Mr. Andre Eglishan um, on all things, but especially monetary science, uh, do yourselves a favor and do so. Uh, We're going to hear some of Uh, what I believe will become an even more iconic video than it already is. Uh, It is entitled, How the Banks Are Robbing You Blind. Um, Have you you checked out that one? 
by Mr. Uh, Eggleshawn. It's 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 um, uh, he gave a speech um, uh, in June of 2011. Uh, it is entitled "How the Banks Are Robbing You Blind." I have it posted up on on my Twitter um, uh, feed. If you have not checked that out, uh, you really want to, and don't let the date fool you, uh, June 11, 2011, uh, because what uh, Mr. Eglishon had to say is even more powerful. Uh, is even more powerful now. Uh, um, uh, even than uh, then. Now, hopefully, you can hear me. Um, I am, I am, I am hoping, uh, that you can hear me. Um, so let's see. I heard you till I got in the chat room. Uh Uh-oh, wait a minute. You heard me until you got in the chat room. (laughs) That is not a good start. Um, so hopefully, uh, you can, uh, hear me. Um, I have been uh, off the air. Uh, people are celebrating around here. I have been uh, off the air for some time. Um, um, I will say uh, uh, one reason is because of the absolute maniacal, um, uh, what do you call this? Uh, This is not politics. This is, um, you know, what, political corruption. And and, um, uh, I, I engage in policy dialogue and policy exchanges uh, uh, in terms of what is in the best interest of, uh, everyday Americans and, and in the context of policy. Uh, and so I don't, uh, you know, do, uh, uh, who's in jail and how long and, you know, and all that, uh, uh, you know, other people get paid very well to navigate, uh, all of this, uh, prison tic-tac-toe. I, I don't uh, do uh, that. So, um, and, and so, and a lot of things are going on uh, on my end. Um, and, and so it's, it's been a good opportunity to take time to uh, engage in some um, uh, endeavors of self. Uh, and, and so that's, that's like, where are you been? Uh, 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 that's it. Uh, the, the 45 dance floor is just uh, so riddled with uh, just, well, you know what it's riddled with. And so, um, you know, uh, I don't dance on that dance floor. Uh, but let me go to the phone lines. I'm hoping that you can hear me and, and please pardon, please pardon, um, uh, the technical, uh, stuff. Uh, but, uh, but hopefully, uh, you can uh, hear me. Um, we have listeners on the board, uh, already, uh, uh, who are wanting to get in. And that's what this program is all about. I want to hear from you. This is, this is uh, 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 goodbye, hello, hashtag goodbye, hello. I'm wondering, what are you uh, saying goodbye to or who? Uh, and w- what are you saying hello to or who? Um, what has 2018 meant? Um, but like my thing is forward forever, uh, and forever forward, like no matter what. So what will 2019 mean to you? Uh, what are some of the, uh, goals, uh, that you have, uh, for 2019 or are you a take it as the wind blows kind of person where you don't really map out, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 the goal map, uh, but, uh, you're more bohemian with it. 
what are you saying goodbye to and what are you saying hello to? Um, uh, hopefully we'll all be saying goodbye to uh, some of the stuff. Uh, but uh, but <laughs> sidebar. <laughs> and and uh, uh, and so you know it's just an opportunity for us to connect and communicate. My my whole thing uh, for this is to say thank you to you um, and uh, for putting up with me. Uh, and then we'll we'll get into some of my uh, Instagram stuff and stuff like that. Let's go to the phones. Uh, I've got uh, 301 is holding, and 301, thank you for holding and declaring your real world right now. Good evening, India. All hail to the queen. How are you doing this evening? Well, good evening, LD. How are you, sir? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is, of course, um, uh, the Lions Den at the Real Lions Den uh, on uh, social media, uh, and and uh, and co-host of a firebrand power broadcast. That if you are not listening to, you literally have got to listen uh, to uh, the the broadcast that Information Man and uh, LD do. And uh, how are you, sir? It's been uh, a while since I've had a chance to chat with you. Happy New Year to you and yours. And uh, how's the show going? And uh, just tell us what's uh, going on uh, in that fabulous uh, world of yours. I'm doing good in India. Um, Happy New Year to you and all the listeners right here on your show on Raw Talk Radio. And yes, it's been a minute since we've been since we've been talking, and I'm so Mm -hmm. happy to hear from you. And I'm so happy to hear from everybody on Blog Talk Radio Land. It's been a long, long time. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. We go uh, way back for those listeners who who might be new to the production. Um, uh, LD and I go. We go. We go. We go way back. <laughs> we go. Way, you know, it's amazing that that it has been. Um, it has been so long. I I, I started this in two thousand seven, and 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 um, uh, and I I hooked up with you at US Talk Network. And that was like 2008, mm-hmm. 2009, somewhere, you know, 2008, somewhere up in there. So we, we've been um, connecting, communicating, and, uh, um, uh, uh, and chopping things up uh, for a long time. And uh, you have always been a very astute and passionate uh, citizen and uh, activist and, and uh, mm-hmm. analyst. And so um, I love getting your take on things. And of course, uh, you know when you take to the airwaves, your shows are always hot. You know, I've said that to you for years. Yeah, I appreciate it, India. Now, you know what? Info and I have been following you, been following uh, the late great Andre Eglishon, yeah. um, Alpha. We were listening to Janice Graham. We were listening to Clive Carson and Lee yeah. Michaels, who's the head, who's the captain, who's the yeah. general. Of of you know the, the U.S. Talk Network and and without you guys, Info and I would be wouldn't been on the air for at all. So I I, I take my take my hat, take my you know my cape, all my red carpet to you guys because you guys have is the reason why Info and I are on the air. So I applaud for you guys and you know thanks for the love and the support. Well, you know, absolutely. I'm so glad that you brought up the titans of broadcast that are Lee Michaels, uh, of course, uh, uh, the now um, uh, ancestor. Uh, and uh, 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 I mean, it's it's like a trip. It's like it's 
mean, this is too much. I cannot believe Andre has passed. Uh, um, uh, yeah. Andre Eglishon, uh, Cos Carson, Miss Janice Graham, uh, Alpha uh, of the of the outstanding um, uh, the Alpha show. Uh, um, these are these are individuals who um, who have such uh, innate. Uh, talent and such infinite talent and passion and compassion and concern uh, for uh, our country, for our communities, uh, for our citizenry, uh, and for the planet. And to be able to, uh, you know, stick to this and uh, and really commit to, you know, issue talk. It's one thing to spin records and you know, talk celebrity stuff and stuff like that. But a lot of people shy away from politics and um, policy and uh, and issues, and it can get real dicey and it can get you know dangerous and 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 tense. Uh, and so, the people that that do this type of work, I tend to have tremendous respect for because it is a very different animal. Um, and and um, uh, and you're so right to pay homage to uh, Mr. Michaels. I, I sent Lee a um, um, what they call it a message on the Twitter, uh, and 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 I hope he has gotten it. And I will continue to reach out to him. And uh, if and when you speak uh, with him or message him, please let him know that um, we are sending him love and um, and prayers because I know this is a tender time for him. I know he and Andre were uh, very tight and, um, you know, you yeah. just hate to, you know, you just, you just, this is a tough one. Uh, Mr. Eglishon is just absolutely brilliant. Uh, and, and this is a tremendous loss, uh, not only for our community, but uh, for the country. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Information Man and I just did a, a program on YouTube just hours ago, you know, Talk and get a tribute to Andre Eglishon and how he inspired him and I on the air. And I think it was important for people to understand is what Andre Eglishon has done for us. You know, we would do, I remember him and I, you know, Information Man and myself, we've been listening to Andre mm-hmm. Eglishon from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. every day. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he, I mean, he knows exactly what he's talking about. He is mm-hmm. very political. He's an activist, and he always speaks the truth. And um, the book that came out at that time called Thieves in the Temple, uh, how the banks rob, you know, the public. Um, it, it, there's so much things that, you know, Andre has done to the community that really influenced Temple and I to do what we do. And like I said earlier, like hours ago when we did the show, you said that, I mean, without you guys, without Andre Eglishon, without – you know, Cars Carson, Dirk Self, Janice Graham, without uh, Alpha, and, with, and without Lee Michaels himself, there will be no lions then. There will be no information man. So that's just, this is why I said that, you know, this is a huge, huge loss, not only for the blog talk radio community, but it's a huge loss for people that, you know, love and support Andre Eglishon over the years including when he was on U.S. Talk Network. So I, you know, Absolutely. you know, and when I heard the news that he passed away, my heart sunk because he's a mentor of mine. He's a friend mm-hmm. to myself and others. So that really, really broke my heart when I heard the news that, you know, Andre Eglaton has passed away. That really broke my heart on the inside. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. I'm, uh, um, uh, um, a, um, a massive 
uh, tremendous loss. And all, all I can say is uh, having the humbled uh, privilege of broadcasting with uh, Andre is for those who are listening to us, you're listening to um, uh, LD and uh, Information Man, or, or you're catching uh, Alpho's show, or, 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 or you happen to be listening to Ms. Janice Graham's library, or you're tuning into um, uh, Lee Michaels, uh, get the work of Andre Eglishan and his passing because he, as you, as you uh, uh, so, uh, said so well, uh, LD, uh, his passing has made his work even more iconic than it was as he was alive because it is the rock of ages. You know, like I say, the truth goes nowhere. So the, his work, um, uh, it's, it's even more profound. Like I was watching the YouTube video today and he was speaking in June of 2011 and I'm going to play some of it. And, and it's a bit extensive, but like I couldn't just play little bits of it because it's so powerful that it deserves to be, he deserves to be heard in, in, in the entirety. Um, his Rock of Ages me- message and his brilliance of, of breaking down the monetary science and the architecture of monetary policy uh, that is so important for the everyday Joe and Jane to have. Mr. Eglishan has broken that down and now we can know the baby blocks of monetary policy, the architecture of monetary policy and the structure of monetary policy that is really invisible to us on a day-to-day basis. We don't, we don't read about, you know, who, who are the um, um, uh, uh, blueprinters of monetary policy. Uh, these people are in the background. The politicians uh, uh, are in the front. We see, we see the, the faces of the politicians. We don't really see the architecture of monetary policy. And yet it is that monetary policy, domestic and global, and it's all interwoven, uh, that has such a grip on our daily lives short-term and long-term, micro and macro. And Mr. Andre Michael Eglishan has broken that down now so that all of us, no matter where we are in our lives, can learn about the, 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 the most important, like I've always said, all roads lead to the tax code. It's all about monetary policy. The very things that we don't know about, Mr. Eglishan has broken down so that the everyday Joe and Jane can learn about this because once you learn, it changes your paradigm and it changes your level of awareness. And, and, and then you begin to look at things very differently and you can see the surface manipulations through our political system that keep us blocked and distracted from the actual real machinations of power. And that, that is the monetary policy. So Andre Eglishan has done this country and this planet a huge and eternal service by teaching us in a very simple and easy to learn way what is happening to, uh, to our uh, 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 global uh, monetized policy 
um, so that we can know and so that we can pass it down to the next generation because the truth goes nowhere and Andre Eglishan spoke nothing but the truth. Absolutely, India. And I'm going to tell you like this. What's so important is that Andre Eglishan has inspiring young men everywhere. He's inspiring young black men everywhere to, you know, basically tell everybody to speak the truth to power. And that's what we're telling everybody now, that uh, our young black men today, we need to speak truth to power to this day because at the end of the day, you know, there will never be, never, never be India, um, Andre Eglishan. There will be never be no Andre Eglishan. So it, he really inspires him. He inspires Information Man. He inspires myself. He inspires all the young brothers that really look up for him. So, yes. you know, one thing about one thing about him is that, you know, when he came, when I first heard him in India, you know, when he speaks the truth, when he speaks political, that's what motivates me as a journalist. That's what motivates me as a talk show host, as an activist, because I'm looking at Andre Eglison and say, this is the guy fire me to get where I'm going. And like I say, without Andre Eglishan, without you, without Janice, without Alpha, there will be no Lions Den. There will be no Information Man. So, you know, like I said, I will put a red carpet for all of you guys because you're the reason why we're on YouTube. You're the reason why we have our own talk show, have our own podcast. It's because of you that inspire us to be who we are to, today. And um, LD, thank you so much for taking the time out of your New Year's Eve. Uh, as you said, you guys have been broadcasting earlier this evening, um, and just thank you for just thank you for being here. Um, and um, I've always uh, believed in your passion and your spirit, mm-hmm. and uh, you and Information Man are a dynamic team. And you cannot go wrong by um, being inspired by Mr. Eglishan. And as Ms., with Mr. Eglishan as your North Star, uh, you guys are going to mm-hmm. be uh, A-OK. Um, it's, it's um, uh, you know, the, we've, been, we've been through so much uh, this year. And yeah. to wrap this year up with the loss of Andre is just really deep. Um, but I want to I wanna share with our audience, if they're not familiar um, with Mr. Eglishan's book, um, and uh, I, um, we're packing and, and, and doing some relocating, and I was just thumbing through uh, the book the day before yesterday, uh, Thieves in the Temple, America Under the Federal Reserve System. Uh, the book was originally published in 2004. It is absolute must read. It is must your library is not complete if Mr. Eglishan's work is not in it. So get this, get this information, get it for yourself, get it for your children, share it. Um, we as a people, we as a, as a nation and as a planet uh, need to read this man's work. And his legacy, Mr. Le- Mr. Eglishan's legacy um, is, of course, um, will forever be alive through his writings and through his uh, speeches and his radio shows. Uh, I believe uh, LD has dropped. LD, thank you so very much for your call. Um, I didn't touch anything. Uh, LD's uh, call uh, dropped. Uh, 
uh, Thieves in the Temple, America under the Federal Reserve System. Also, uh, Where the Right Went Wrong on National Security and the Left, too. Uh, get that book uh, as well. Andre Eglishon. Eglishon is spelled E-G-G-E-L-L-E-T-I-O-N. Um, and uh, I'm going to play some of that. Uh, there's this YouTube video. I posted it on uh, on my Twitter feed, but you can go to uh, the uh, YouTube and type in, this is the title of the speech uh, that Mr. Eglishon did in 2011, uh, how the banks are robbing you blind, how the banks are robbing you blind. And, you know, uh, when Andre, you know, uh, was on the radio, uh, you know, radio, you know, you're, you're, you're poised and, you know, and that kind of thing. Uh, but this speech, uh, Andre goes what I call real raw right now. So just know that <laughs> Andre is real raw right now, like all the way live in this speech. Okay. And um, I'm going to, I'm going to play this. And I, I, at first I was just going to get bites out of it, but as I listened to it, I listened to it three times. I couldn't even cut it up. Um, so we need to listen to this in its entirety. Um, and after you hear it, uh, you'll understand why. Let's go back to the board in 617-617. Thank you so much for holding uh, and declaring your real raw right now. Happy New Year to you and yours, 617. Good evening, India, and to your audience. Hey, Miss uh, Janice Graham, how are you? Happy New Year to you. Same to you. Thank you, India. Um, I'm um, up in Massachusetts. Ah, okay. Um, oh, I've been I've been away from home almost a month now, so um, I'm finding my bearings in all this cold weather. Um, yes, it's a very different different energy than Florida. It certainly is, yeah. um, in in many ways, and we can talk about that at another time. Right. But I was very right. saddened by uh, the news of losing. Andre, who was a very clear and concise voice yes. uh, on many, many issues, yes. um, was so proud to have been his colleague for uh, a brief period of time, stayed in touch. And um, I want to talk to Andre uh, about Andre. Um, First, that he was a, a, a very dignified, um, very collegial person. Yes. Um, um, and he was one who sought to find answers on a number of fronts. Mm-hmm. And even after... Uh, U.S. Talk Network went down. His voice became even stronger, and I think in part because of the times in which we were living. Mm-hmm. At the, I, I, I noticed uh, a timbre change in his voice mm-hmm. um, at the election of the first black president. Mm-hmm. Um, and toward the end of the Bush administration, you could begin to see the discovery, his 
personal discovery and seeing things fall away. Mm -hmm. And it was that kind of political insight maturity that mm-hmm. he came to be in the past five or six years. Yeah. And um, and I do want to say about his writings. I read both of his works. Mm-hmm. And people should know that he was one of the first pioneers, black pioneers, to begin to analyze black oppression and the U.S. economy. Right. And when he followed the light that he wrote, he found some of the insight that we heard from him in the last eight years. But I, I've, uh, but I want to talk about the loyalty that we all came to know that he gave to the people that he loved uh, on the death of his father, on the tragedy that befell his brother, uh, his nephew, the love that he had of his dog, the love that he had of the music that he so wonderfully presented. Uh, He had such a wonderful singing voice. He was Mm -hmm. a vocalist. Yeah, we forget about that. Mm-hmm. Velvety. Um, I mean, I mean, velvet, velvet. A- a- absolutely, clear, absolutely. A, a, a total class act. A, a absolute. Um, 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 a, a five star um, um, white glove uh, tuxedo. Um, uh, uh, the, 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 the epitome of. Uh, um, uh, class and dignity and such a rich and, and deep integrity and passion for his music. The man was a yes. maestro. Yes. yes. And, 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 you know, and, and if you link that up, if you link who he was as a man, yes. the loyalty and love that he had for his family, yes. the fierce loyalty and support he gave to his brother when his brother was in political trouble. Right. He never left his side. The love that he showed father as his father was aging and becoming uh, ill. Right. I mean, you, uh, you could see all of that in his personality. And I think that at Fundamentally, this was a man who grew up understanding what his blackness meant in this country. Yes. And when, you know, I've talked to Andre um, a a number of times over the phone. Uh, He would call me after some shows and say, well, and we had our disagreements and we Mm -hmm. argued about some things. But this was a man who understand, understood where black people were, understood how history inflected his presence. Right. And, and I always appreciated that about him. Um, you know, and I think 
I, I would often think, and y'all don't tell anybody I said this, that I okay. didn't understand why Sirius Radio didn't just give the the uh, Al Sharpton show to Andre because oh I know because he he brought something to that show that yes. God bless him for everything that he does Al Sharpton could never do right he correct. brought he cut into the intellect mm-hmm. of the issues so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he was just, he, he was a he, talker. He he was he electrified. I remember, um, I I, I remember listening to uh, Andre and Lee on U.S. Talk Network. I just happened to you know just just I just happened to stumble on that internet um, uh, network and and uh, and I remember and I was listening to to uh, Lee Michaels. Uh, you know, I was on and you know Lee is smooth and. And, 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 you know, and just, and he's Lee Michaels, you know, he's an icon in his own right. And then Andre, he and Andre started talking and I was like, who is that? And I mean, like yeah. he, he just had this, yeah. it was super early in the morning and my husband had gone to work and I, you know, I'm there with the tea and everything, listening to these two gentlemen. And uh, Mr. Andre uh, Eglishon had the capacity to literally like make you stop in your tracks. He just electrified the airwaves. He, 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 it didn't matter who he was sitting with. He was a distinct um, um, a persona. And the knowledge that he brought, I mean, you couldn't help but listen to this man. Yeah. Which I think scared and, and many in the industry. I, 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 I agree. And it's so unfortunate how the black how the talk radio industry can ignore a, a, a personal, a, a personality like Andre. That was, that is always telling about what they want in media. Absolutely. But one of the that, things. That, one that, of, that, 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 that's such a powerful point that you just made that tells the whole story because the industry knew very well of Mr. Eglishon. And right. Um, right. Uh, they knew very, very well of Mr. Eglishon. They knew of his power. They knew of his genius. They knew of his expertise. Uh, and it says everything about the industry uh, that the industry yep. did not fully embrace him. I mean, I said that a hundred times. Why does this, Why are we subjected uh, 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 to the personalities that we have on 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 uh, especially talk radio? Monday through Friday from what, 11, you know, 11 to 4, or whatever it is. This man should be on the airways, but in my opinion, they were afraid of him, period. Yeah, and he and I had that conversation many, many times, and mm-hmm. it's just like some other people, lots of people uh, that I have convinced and lots of people that I haven't convinced that – Having a personality like Andre on the airwaves is a dangerous matter in terms of what the mainstream media agenda Thank is you. for black people. Okay, come on now. <laughs> Thank you. So, way, um, he knows way too much. Mm hmm, mm hmm, mm hmm. And, and, you know, Andre and I used to have these conversations, and I used to mm-hmm. say to him, You're not going to convince these white people that you are who you are. 
because mm-hmm. they are not going to accept it. And and even when 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 President Obama was elected, Andre and I had one discussion. It must have been a two-hour discussion on the telephone, and I said to him, you and your Republican friends are going to let them bury him unless you all open your eyes and understand how this system works. The system is not letting you in. Right. So, I mean, and that was that's a kind right. of conversation Andre right. and, and I would always have. Uh, right, and that is a, that is a very, uh, you know, that's a prickly uh, dialogue and, and it's not, yeah. you know, it's not frilly and yeah. it's not, you know, pink and, right. and, and unicorns. And, and, but, and yet the two of you um, were able to have that dialogue and, uh, um, um, uh, and grow from it. Because at that time with the ascension of Barack Obama, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, you know, me and my Pollyanna ass, you know, I'm like, well, the media is going to change. I just mm-hmm, thought talk mm-hmm. media was going to change because I even and, went to and, the radio conference and said, clearly this is going to change. Um, yeah, right? they will they will shut it down before they will open it up. Right, right. And, and Andre and, and I did. and <laughs> right and 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 Carson and Andre used to have those discussions. You remember? That's right. That's right. Um, you know, I remember. Mm-hmm. Because you 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 can't. You have to give up something, and I think that we saw this so clearly with with Barack Obama. You have to give up something to be at the table. Yes, and we lived through that. And and you know, and I remember, and I remember, cause cause Carson was very raw with it uh, when 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 he took to the airwaves and spoke about it, and. And um, uh, there were there were those who, you know, who saw through and, you know, and of course, you know, I looked up and learned from uh, Mr. Cos Carson and Lee Michaels and 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 Andre Eglishan and and uh, 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 and I, 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 with my naivete, I, I, I was like, well, of course, he's going to have a show. You've got Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. As president, yeah. of course he's gonna go up. He's yeah. gonna be on right parallel to Limbaugh, right? And I mean, you know, like all, all you never, have to, all you have to, all you have to look at is one of the things that it was the timing. You know, like if you look at Sirius Radio and Andre sitting in for for Reverend Sharpton. Mm-hmm. Clearly, Sirius was hearing him, but they gave Absolutely. shows. They gave shows to to a broader, uh, a broader general talk moderator as opposed to to Andre because he had the facts. He had right, the facts, yeah. the insight, and the experience. Right. But That's but I right. want to say one more thing. Yes, ma'am. People will not realize that Andre was not trained to be on radio. He was not trained as a political scientist. He was he who was not a scholar of any kind. But he was a man who searched for answers. And in yes. that searching he brought his insight and his personal experience to it mm-hmm. all. And that is the blend of the genius of good talk. Mm. He knew what he knew. 
He knew what questions to pose. Yes. He, I mean, he knew what information to present and how to extract discussion, good discussion. And, 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 and here's another point, something that in my 38 years in radio, I have lost and I need to regain. He was not an, argu- an ugly, argumentative person on the air. He let people never, have their say. Never, not one time. I, 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 right. Even, I never. Even I when never, people were so far right. out in left field right. that they it called was hilarious. Kind of, right. Crazy he, shit. Right. He gave them respect. Mm-hmm. He listened. He gave That's them right. respect. And he never. I have never heard Andre tell somebody they're stupid. Exactly. And they don't no. know what they're talking about. No, he so never. He never he, did. He, he, and, he was. And, a, he was a. He was a great radio uh, personality. Mm-hmm. He had. He he honed the art, and that art has gone off the off the radar. Yes, yeah, something we is. Won't, uh, we won't see many more of Andre Eggleston. We have people coming on the air talking about shit they don't know shit about, mm-hmm. and and hoping that people won't figure that out. Right, so, <laughs> uh, dumb, dumb has been made sexy, and 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 dumb sells. And uh, boy, yeah. do do the do the suits love dumb. Uh, because it, 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 it is a very um, impactful and effective distractor yeah. and, yep. and, and yep. a destroyer. And yep. so, I mean, uh, in, in all the times, if you think of the conversions that go on, mm-hmm. Andre Eggleston is on national radio. He is glib, clever, insightful, and knowledgeable. But Zernina mm-hmm. Maxwell, who's a programming director, who's always on MSNBC, mm-hmm. uh, who's always there, and she's a program director for Sirius XM Radio, for Urban Radio, right, and she right. never pushed Andre to say to MSNBC, you ought to have this person on as a commentator. Never. And, you know, I'm so, you glad, know? I'm so glad that you brought that up because – because um, uh, it's one thing to, you know, to have the position and, and, and to be platformed, like you're saying, on a MSNBC and all of that. Um, uh, uh, but to have such, a, such a, a serious, mature talent. Andre could have had a show on CNBC. Andre could have been on XM. I mean, you put him on a media platform, and 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 he and he um, he, he, handled like, it. he was ready. Okay, I mean, he was just absolutely ready to go. Uh, he Andre Eglishon uh, was a star um, in yeah. the in the in the in the deepest sense of that context. Uh, and and yeah, so right. um, uh, and so like for a person in a position. Uh, such as Miss Maxwell, it does. It is a legitimate question. Uh, where yeah. were those conversations? Did they happen? Yeah. Did she? Yeah. Did she? Did she? Did she pitch him? And was she rejected? You know, like what? Like what is that space? What happens when you have that? When you when you are that person who has that title uh, and you have such 
talent floating around um, uh, um, a published author twice, um, uh, uh, just a brilliant uh, mosaic of talent such as Andre uh, Egerson. I would like to know, uh, as a media consumer and as a former colleague of but, Mr. Eglishon, uh, 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 what happened there? Yeah, but but here here is my answer to that, and I'm sure there are other answers to that. People in your audience probably um, surmise what happened. If you if you look at the issues that he's talking about, the Federal Reserve Bank, black mm-hmm. economic black economic inequality and he was starting to talk about that in 2011 if you look right. at Sandy Darity who is essentially the father the scholar father of issues of black inequity in the american economy mm-hmm. then then you understand that neither of them will ever be on whatever those networks that you just talked about because right. those are urgent issues, mm-hmm. urgent issues with urgent solutions mm-hmm. outside of a New Year's Eve party in the freezing room <laughs> on the porch. Outside. On the porch. Go but back I have in. to talk you didn't to say you were outside. Uh, if you don't go back in, uh, wait a minute. Uh, but I have to. I I do have to tell. Uh, I do have to tell you. I just got back from Cuba. Um, it is the most beautiful country. And I have traveled almost every continent with the exception of the real cold ones and the real war ones. Mm-hmm. It is the most beautiful country. Oh. The people are so poor. The people are so poor. There are so many poor people. All the wealthy people, Cubans, live in Miami and New York. Right. But mm-hmm. I will tell you, and I'm sure Information Man and, and Alpha will have some insight on this and on their shows, but here's the bottom line. Mm-hmm. Those are some dignified, proud people. The poor people have not been taught to be ashamed of being poor. They're proud poor people. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Something that we lost. Right. And I took a I took a cruise through the caves underneath underneath the mountains mm-hmm. where escaped slaves would go the river to get to the ocean, to get to Mexico and Guatemala. Mm. It was as moving as standing in the door of no return. Mm. We can hear it in your... I spent a a day with a woman who teaches um, polyeconomics at the university. Mm-hmm. And she does a full day's tour of the Afro-Cuban communities and the museum in one of the poorest areas of Cuba and spent the afternoon 
with one of the Santeria priests in his home. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I have to tell you about all this stuff. Oh, um, I, I, uh, we can hear in your in your voice and the and people of the poor people of Cuba. They love Barack Obama. Everywhere mm-hmm. I went, uh, if you said you were an American, they start talking about how much they appreciated what Barack Obama was trying to do for them. Right. I was wow. I was on in the middle of a tobacco farm, wow. up to my ankles in red dirt, <clears throat> and smoking a Cuban cigar. Uh-uh. And this, <laughs> yeah, I did it all. Uh-uh. And the man came up to me and he said, "Are are you from the U.S.?" And I said, "Yes." He says, "I love Barack Obama. He will always be our president." Oh, wow. So, yeah, we'll have we'll have to talk about that. You know, I'm coming back on the air in February. Oh, I cannot. Uh, Right in 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 time for for um, Black History Month. Um, but uh, we we are waiting every, on the edge of our seats with bated breath yeah. for your uh, for your uh, return. I I I'm concerned about you. I want you to get inside and and yeah, they make so much noise toddy. in there. <laughs> they make it there's and nowhere have, in there. And have house. a hot toddy. Go have a hot toddy no, and get warm. I'm, I'm drinking Havana Club rum tonight. Go <laughs> uh-uh. girl. girl. <laughs> I love you all and happy new year. We love you too. And we thank, love you so much. Thank you much. for doing this for Andre. Oh, absolutely. And thank you for taking time out of your beautiful New Year's Eve celebration to uh reminisce and 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 to speak to uh Andre and what and what he meant with such um, uh, um, uh, beauty and richness and depth. Uh, um, uh, you 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 put us right there um, with Andre uh, through your words and 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 through your love. Love you, Miss Janice Graham. Love you. Love you. Thank you, India. Bye bye. Bye bye, uh, Miss Janice Graham, ladies and gentlemen of the of the of, of the treasure. Uh, that is the broadcast entitled Our Common Ground. You can hear Our Common Ground. Please get the library of this production. Uh, Our Common Ground, blogtalkradio.com forward slash OCG, blogtalkradio.com forward slash OCG. I've I've got um, uh, a caller coming up. I'm going to take a quick break, have a, I'm I'm, I'm not drinking uh, rum. I'm actually having hot water. Um, yeah, I know. Totally boring. Um, hot water. Um, last year I got too soft on the air. So this year <laughs> it's hot water. Um, but, um, let's take a quick break and then I'll come back and I will get to one, one, one and one, one, one. I don't know if you know that you are one, 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 but that's how you're showing up on my switchboard. We'll take a quick break here. Uh, you are listening to the, I declare show our new year's Eve special. Uh, we are pajama fabulous and very uh, glitterific uh, on this New Year's Eve 2018. And I believe we're about, what, nine minutes away from the New York Times ball dropping. Nine minutes away from 2019. We'll take a quick break right here. 
of Barack Obama with Mr. Andre Eglishan. Um, that was one of the most um, uh, historic and it was emotional. Uh, it, was, um, it was so powerful. Um, and um, I remember it like it was yesterday. And then we subsequently uh, did the second um, inauguration um, of uh, then-President Barack Obama uh, together, and um, and it was just one of the uh, one of my uh, uh, greatest uh, memories. Um, just the historic nature of it uh, to be able to broadcast with such um, a uh, preeminent uh, gentleman as Mr. Aglishan. You know, when I as I was speaking to Miss Janice Graham, when I first heard Andre. I've got my tea and it's, you know, it's early in the morning. I'm listening to U.S. Talk Network. I'm loving, you know, Lee Michaels. And I'm like, what is this? This is great. <laughs> I had been doing my show on Blog Talk Radio um, and I, I probably had been doing it for about a year. And uh, I was doing three hours a day, I think at that time, like five days a week. And then I was doing my blog. I was entering, uh, uh, you know, I was doing work on my blog every day, uh, dropping dropping blogs um, uh, on the daily. And uh, I was just like really into it, like full bore. And I'm I'm on the computer all the time. And I happened to come across this U.S. Talk Network. I don't know. I must have been doing a Google search or something. And the U.S. Talk Network popped up. And, uh, you know, and I click on it. You know, I mean, I don't know. And I'm listening to Lee Michaels. And this gentleman that I had never heard of by the name of Andre Eglishan. And I just remember saying, who's that? <laughs> I'm talking to myself. And uh, I, I just, I, he was just such a dynamic and preeminent, um, you know, I'm very, I'm weird. I'm persnickety. It takes a lot to catch my ear. Um, I'm weird like that. And like when something, you know, like a Doberman, like when their ears go straight up, it was like, it was like that kind of moment. It's like, wow, man, this guy, this guy's badass. And uh, like, you just knew you were listening to someone very significant. I remember my husband always says, when you're around someone special or neat, like, like, you know, like take time to know that. Like, like know when you're around someone special or neat something about that individual that's just kind of like, you know, special, you know, um, like, don't like blow that off. Like, like take a minute and, and see what you're supposed to get from that. And, you know, he always says that. And, and, uh, uh, and that's what Mr. Eglishan and of course, Mr. Lee Michaels too, but 
Mr. Eglishon, um, uh, uh, it's, it's weird to speak of him in the past tense, but Mr. Eglishon um, uh, was just such a dynamic. I, I don't know. It was just something very enigmatic, um, uh, like 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 brutal, brilliant. You know what I mean? Like um, uh, like bam. You know, <laughs> like ate it. You know, uh, just 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 brutal brilliance. Then. You know, you listen, you know, because, of course, I mean, after first hearing, I'm like, whoa. And then, you know, and, and then Cos Carson came on, I think, at about 2 o'clock. And I'm just like, whoa, I'm just in, like, broadcast uh, what I call brilliant brother minds. I'm just in brilliant brother mind heaven, right? And, and you know, and I'm prepping for my show. You know, I'm doing my thing. I'm, I'm always on the computer. I'm writing. I'm doing all this stuff. And, like, and I'm listening to these guys, and it's just it's just, it was just an amazing moment. And to look back now and to have the memory of a, an icon in broadcasting of Mr. Lee Michaels, who later be, became my producer, um, when, 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 when they asked me, I was like, are, are you, are you are, like, you're asking me to do, to do, like to do a radio show on U.S. Network? Like, uh, like I'm looking over my shoulder. Like, who, who is he talking? And like, I'm talking to you, you know. And 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 so they pulled me up. I was doing my show on Blog Talk Radio, and I, you know, I'm calling in because I'm so enamored by the dialogue that's going on. And of course, I'm all riled up, and I'm all into the issues and everything. You know, and 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 I'm able to converse with you know just just these icons, you know, and 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 then Todd Parson comes on. So you know, it was just this. Brilliant. It was like a broadcast shooting star. And if you didn't see it, and if you didn't take the time to be still and and absorb it and process it and roll with it, like hang 10, you put the 10 toes over the surfboard and you ride that wave. The wave is not going to be there forever. You're just enjoying the wave and you got your toes hanging over the surfboard and you're just riding. It was a, it was a brilliant moment. And for me, it was one of the highest honors be in the company of such tremendous, honorable, brilliant brother mine. No matter what, know your value. No matter what, know you matter. Thanks for listening. I Declare Media, the I Declare Show, home of Real Raw Right Now Talk Media, and indeed, I Declare It. You're listening to the I Declare Show, Real Raw Right Now Talk Media, I Declare It. Check out IDeclareMedia.com, and always remember, no matter what, know your value. No matter what, know you matter. You're-
Candia Declare. Real, raw, and right now. everyone one minute after uh, midnight eastern uh it is one january 2019 you're listening to the i declare show right here on blogtalkradio.com uh you can follow my work at i am i declare i declare is spelled i d e c l a i r why do you spell it that way india because it's my name so, so, so that's why. Um, I know I get that question all the time. Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, why do you spell it that way? I mean, I'm like, uh, would you go ask my mom? It's her fault. Six four six five nine five four three zero nine. God bless you, mom. Love you. Uh, okay, let's go to the board. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And that last bumper was produced by Mr. Lee Michaels. Uh, and I will never change it because it is iconic in its status uh, because it was produced by um, my mentor, Lee. 111, thank you so much for holding. You've been holding extensively. Happy New Year to you. Thank you for holding and declaring your real well right now. Yes, thank you very much, Indy, and uh, uh, this is Mike from Singapore. Uh, we Hi, already Mike. have How a New Year. You? Happy New Year to you, hours ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. <laughs> to you yeah, too. Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Two seconds. Two two minutes right now. About uh, you went to New Year, but we went 16 hours ago through it. First one was uh, Australia. The yes, I saw, uh, yeah. yes yeah. I saw that. Yes, I saw I hope right. 2019 is. Uh, I hope 2019 is is joyous and peaceful and 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 healthy uh, for you and for yours uh, and for the planet. Uh, frankly. Yes, thank you very much. As you know, in Singapore, where we, uh, I mean, they have a public housing here. The public mm-hmm. housing is like a hundred floors. It's like a twin towers of. Uh, in uh, you know New York, and mm-hmm. I mean the way, the reason we have so much uh, because you know in Singapore we have limited land masses, land mass, so right. everything is just uh, go up up to hundred hundred twenty floor, and etc. Uh, because <clears throat> you know uh, uh, Singapore is forty years ahead of European Union ahead mm-hmm. of United States, ahead of uh, 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 even China. And that's why, uh, you know, uh, the way they built buildings are also have places people can walk, people can enjoy themselves. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have the near downtown area and we also already added 23 square miles, I mean, uh, to the, our Singapore. Uh, they made an artificial island. Island, I mean, we are already island, but, but the extension of it, extension. So, mm-hmm. I mean, everything here, you want technology, everything is above everywhere you go. I mean, to me, uh, that lady which called uh, from last i mean the last lady she was very mm-hmm. nice as well yes yes she was very, very, very mm-hmm. sure. 
Yeah, yeah Janice Brown, yeah. She said she was in Cuba. And believe it, if she needed a medical assistance, the Cubayan will be right there for her. And yeah. you know how much they would charge her? Zero dollars. Mm-hmm. You know? But mm-hmm. the question is, but in the United States, we have uh, had Obamacare. And, uh, you know, if you don't give uh, health care to the pe- people of the United States, they all betting, where is my health care? Where is my health care? Why we are behind Canada? Why we are behind of Singapore? Why behind of uh, uh, India and other countries, European Union? We give them, Absolutely. and then they bet about it. They bet about it. They ah, this is not good. This is too much. This is, well, are you ready to lose your house? And your everything just because you got you had to be sick by accident, you know, and absolutely you a, lose a, your a, home. A, 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 um, the United States is 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 derelict and negligent uh, to have a, a for-profit uh, healthcare system uh, and 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 massive profits. Not not even just uh, uh, you know one cannot just be. Uh, suffice with um, uh, a leveled, a reasonable profit. One has to profit massively and 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 you know steroidally and uh, uh, and it is literally um, uh, it has cost lives. It will continue to cost lives as long as the paradigm and the business model for healthcare in this country uh, is a for-profit uh, business model. Um, uh, uh, it, it it is. Um, um, it, it's cruel, uh, um, uh, and, 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 you know, I'm all about, you know, making money, uh, you know, but, 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 but one has to, one has to, you know, um, uh, uh if you, if you, if you, if you refer to yourself as the leader of the, you know, of, of the, of the industrial world, um, uh, and yet the and yet the other industrialized nations are running their healthcare system, which is a root uh, pinnacle um, uh, a systemic machine for any um, uh, for any healthy society. One without health, um, uh, uh, one does not have a productive labor pool. Of, of, uh, it impacts your schooling. It impacts everything. And so it's something that this country uh, is derelict and negligent to deal with. Um, uh, uh, hopefully, you know, in the future, uh, things can things can happen. And even and I, you know, I supported Obamacare, but Obamacare is still a version of a for-profit healthcare system. And and so you know, I often said on the air that my Obamacare premiums were you know higher. Then my car note, and 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 like if I wanted a new car, I would go get one. Uh, and and so it's extremely punitive in its in its in its expense. Um, uh, and yet, you know, if we can afford all of these uh, uh, corporate tax cuts, these these permanent corporate tax cuts, and they're just trillions in in loopholes for the wealthy. And and you know, boy oh boy, we can you know we can certainly do all of that. Uh, then, then, then it is derelict and negligent for the nation and for the nation's political and business leaders not to come together and figure out, make it happen, um, uh, uh, bring the cost down 
of, uh, to the American populace uh, for uh, affordable access to quality health care. You should not, the level of your health should not be depending on what zip code you're in uh, 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 and, 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 and who you were born to. And and um, uh, and so it is something that it is a shame uh, of this of this nation. And until we deal with health care, Mike, uh, until we deal with health care as a nation, uh, uh, um, uh, right. in a blunt and brutal, brutally honest way, until we deal with the health care system, we will it will it, it has tentacles, you know, that 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 are connected to every other systemic. Um, uh, network, uh, the labor pool, uh, education, uh, uh, it just goes on, uh, you know, uh, the climate uh, uh, change and the factor in that and how, and how, and how the floods and the fires and, and, and all of that are causing, you know, people to be uh, left homeless and left stranded and ill and, 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 and ill. And, 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 and then you can't even go to a damn doctor. Uh, and then if you do go to a doctor, you can't get well because you're more worried about how the hell am I going to pay for this damn thing? Then you know, then then getting getting the ailment dealt with. So it's just an absolute mess, and I'm so glad that you brought it up. Uh, um, uh, you know, because it's something that that drum has to be beat, and, and light has to be shed, and 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 people have to speak up about this and demand uh, from our uh, elected officials who have uh, the Cadillac package of health care subsidized by the American taxpayer. Um, uh, so, you know, I always found that just tremendously fascinating and, and totally hypocritic uh, uh, that the very people that vote to deny the American people health care, the American people are paying for their health care and they got the best damn health care on the planet. So, you know, it's, it's just a mess. And thank you for uh, bringing it up. Yes. And that's, uh, you know, uh, until, uh, you know, and. Uh, you know, unfortunately, Donald Trump came and tried to slash it down. We had to all over start it again, if he would, thanks to McCain, uh, that before he's dead, he thumbs down about uh, about the health care, and that uh, still Obamacare is in effect. But we could make it much better if he was still the president, because they were going to uh, give it to medical, I guess, states. States will cover everybody you right. know, uh, as well. Exactly. So, so, but because of that, because if I mean we had like one year shortage. I mm-hmm. mean when Obamacare went effect until his presidency ended, we had one year, uh, you know, um, short mm-hmm. shortage. Otherwise, mm-hmm. if everything that he planned and everything would be go effect, but still. You, the healthcare people have here in the United States, yeah, is not the perfect, but it's still better than nothing, my friend. Right, absolutely. Am I, right? I mean, absolutely. And yet, you know, we 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 are supposed to be the beacon uh, uh, of uh, innovation and uh, an innovative thought and innovative uh, implementation. And yet, um, you know, we can do so much better, and we can be so much better when it comes to healthcare. Uh, but of course, uh, the greed um, uh, of, of, of profit uh, is what is dictating the uh, policy. Yes. I mean, if you remember Michael Moore uh, in one of his uh, yes. shows, uh, mm-hmm. Fahrenheit 911, I mean, uh-huh. uh, why we have uh, the, uh, did not care in New York 
for the hour on uh, people that went to 911 uh, and uh, you know uh, came back with uh, extreme illnesses. Oh, I know. And yeah, he, the, the, yeah, the he took the Michael. Yeah, Michael. Michael Moore took a bunch of the people in Cuba, in mm -hmm. Cuba, and they welcomed them and they said no problem. They took it to the hospital the best MRI they have, and they give, uh, they exactly told them what's wrong with them, exactly mm -hmm. what the plan is, and mm -hmm. you need, you know, they give them, <coughs> you know, Atrovant, which is cost $100 in the United States, uh, mm -hmm. with insurance, and without insurance, it's $1,000. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, that was $0.25, cents, uh, you know, in Cuba. Right. It, 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 so, it, it is just, um, uh, you know, um, same uh, if, we, if, um, uh, if we can, if we can, uh, you know, have perpetual wars and, 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 right. and, and, you know, and, and budget the Pentagon, God only knows how many hundreds of billions, uh, it, you know, you can't audit uh, the Pentagon. So nobody really knows, uh, you know, uh, you know, just trillions of dollars for war, trillions of dollars for you know for 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 uber wealthy and corporate tax cuts it is it is it is a shame um um uh to this country that 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 we have let um uh a, a stoic um a greed and and uh um uh you Corruption. know um, Corruption. absolutely just total blatant in your face corruption uh, you know, rule the day when it comes to our healthcare system, and I'll and I'll keep saying it until America deals with that corrupted healthcare system. Everything else is going to ripple from that, um, uh, and it will be a detriment uh, to our to our uh, society. Mike, thank you so much for this call. Um, uh, I've heard you on our Alpha show. Um, you know, when you call in, and you are insightful. Oh uh, your analysis is spot on. And and uh, and I thank, thank you, you very much. Um, you know for uh, for your contribution to the dialogue. It it helps. It helps. Uh, um, uh, uh, these are dialogues that hopefully ripple out and cause other dialogues. So thank you for participating and happy thank New Year. Thank you very much, India. And we have we have a high respect for you too as well. Thank you very Absolutely, much. Absolutely, sir. Thank you so very much, and I look forward to your. To your call again. I, I wanted to uh, take a quick break and then we're going to listen uh, to Mr. Andre Eglashan deliver the speech that he did uh, June 11 of 2011. Uh, the title of the speech is How the Banks Are Robbing You Blind, which actually ties right back into um, uh, what Mike was just saying. Uh, it is all connected, folks. Uh, Everything, everything is connected. Um, we'll take a quick break here, and then we'll come back and we'll check out uh, Mr. Michael, uh, Mr. An uh, Andre Michael Eglishan uh, with this iconic um, and eternally riveting uh, oration. You're listening to the I Declare Show. Happy New Year, um, the I Declare Show. Real raw right now, and indeed, I declare.
Candia Declare. Real, raw, and right now. New Year's Eve uh, special. Uh, this New Year's Eve show has taken on a very uh, significant and uh, heartfelt um, uh, um, uh, feel to it uh, because uh, we are saying uh, goodbye uh, to our colleague um, and personally to me, to a mentor um, that is Mr. Andre Michael Eglishon. Once again, uh, if you don't have uh, these books, uh, Thieves in the Temple under America, under the Federal Reserve System. Uh, please, please uh, get uh, these uh, books. Uh, and uh, How the Right Went Wrong on National Security and the Left, too. Uh, both, of course, authored by uh, Andre Eglishon. Mr. Eglishon gave a speech uh, at the uh, Radisson Hotel on June 11 of 2011, uh, and, of course, the, the political power structure, you will hear him reference uh, Alan Greenspan and so forth. The political, the, the people in the seats of power uh, were different than today. Uh, however, the machine is very much well-oiled uh, and still ticking and uh, even more steroidal now than when uh, Mr. Eglishon was speaking um, then in 2011. Uh, this is this is going to run long. I don't I don't think I'm going to be able to play all of it. But do uh, go to YouTube and and type in how the banks are robbing you blind. And of course, I have it up at I am I declare on Twitter, and I'll post it up on the uh, Instagram as well. Uh, you will hear a gentleman um, uh, briefly uh, introduce Mr. Eglishon, and then you will hear Mr. Andre Michael Eglishon himself. Is that? God, it is a blessing to have black, white, left, right, Chicanos, Muslims, Christians, all working together for one cause. That is to stay alive. They want to kill four out of five of us. They want us to go down so everything that we have is totally dependent upon them. This man understands how it works and how it operates. And I would like all of you right now to stand with me and welcome a new leader, a visionary, a man who I look to being the new quarterback for our team in the money movement, Andre Michael Eglishan, please stand with me and welcome this man. Anthony, you're too kind. Let me say this. Were it not for this man, I would not be standing here today. Were it not for not only his efforts, were it not for the efforts of all of you, who unknowingly have inspired me. You have inspired me to reach deep within myself 
and to find that part of myself that will never let the truth die. And I dedicate my life to bringing this message to America. I've been inspired by people like Captain Joyce Riley, by people like Mr. G. Edward Griffin, by people like Eustace Mullins, Anthony Sutton, Charles Hyam, and all of the other great patriots that have tried to keep this flame burning bright that President Kennedy said would light the world. I've tried, and if it were not for you, my friend, and I'm proud to call you my friend and my brother, I wouldn't be here. Thank you. So we do want to let the word go forth from this time and place to friend and to foe alike that the torch is being passed right now to a new generation of Americans. Amen. There is no way on this earth that this fight can be won if we are divided. Division is not an asset to us. It's our greatest liability. The smokescreen of differences that the mainstream media and the nefarious poodles of monetary scientists have tried to use for years and years and years to keep us distracted and divided will no longer work. We are united, we are one, and we will win this fight. Chairman Greenspan, in 1996, spoke about irrational exuberance in our markets. He spoke about the inordinate spending of the government. He spoke about the belief in the average American's heart that uh, things would continue unencumbered by the, the natural uh, volatility of our capital and financial markets, irrational exuberance. He spoke about that back in 1996. And just last week, I believe it was, in his testimony before the House Budget Committee, he spoke about deficits. He spoke about the fact that our Congress and this particular administration has spent money without any regard for fiscal solvency. They have backed government secured enterprises like Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, who have an asset base that is about as stable as a bottle of nitroglycerin. They've backed them in spite of the reckless and provocative way in which the managers of these government secured enterprises have ran these entities. And Greenspan spoke about the deficits that is being created by the reckless fiscal management of our government, those agencies in the mortgage industry, those agencies that have been established to, regula to regulate our equity markets, those agencies that have been established to regulate our currency valuation, world trade, and virtually every aspect of our economy. He spoke about the deficits. Well, evidently, Mr. Greenstein doesn't believe in what he's saying himself, 
Because for 24 solid months, Alan Greenspan decided to pump unprecedented liquidity into our economy. Unprecedented. Now, he knowing full well that putting all of this money into our money supply would create a fertile environment for living beyond our means. We have borrowed ourselves into oblivion. And the Federal Reserve System, America's fourth failed experiment with a privately owned central bank, has more than been happy to administer the monetary narcotic to keep this country's conscience anesthetized throughout the rest of the 21st century. It's the greatest crime that's ever been perpetrated upon the American people. And I, for one, refuse to stand by seeing what is happening to my country and allowing it to materialize any further. I refuse. You should refuse. And I know I'm preaching to the choir. But I want to inspire every one of you to go back to your homes and your communities, wherever you come from, and wake up your neighbors and make them understand that this is the greatest adversity this country has ever faced, far greater than Tojo and the Japanese, far greater than Adolf Hitler, far greater than any strategic threat that this country has ever faced. This failed experiment with the privately owned central bank, the Federal Reserve, must come to an end. Mm. Come on. There is no other solution. Mm. Everything else is a Band-Aid on cancer. I applaud Congressman Ron Paul. I don't know if he's here now or not. But I applaud Congressman Ron Paul for having the intestinal fortitude to be the only member of Congress to stand up and say the only way out is to abolish the system. We can't put... Mm. We can no longer be satisfied with Band-Aids on cancer. We can no longer be satisfied with temporary quick fixes. We can no longer be satisfied with the tired old canard, well, if we forgive their debt, everything will be all right. No, it won't. Because if you leave the banking system in place that created this dire economic malady facing every living thing upon the face of this earth in place, it will enslave the world all over again. It must be abolished. So Alan Greenspan doesn't believe in his own advice. By pumping all of this liquidity into our capital and financial markets, the only thing the chairman of the Federal Reserve Board has done is to spur job growth and economic productivity, not in America, not in any part of this hemisphere, but in China and Asia. And it's about to bring the world to the brink of a World War III for real. We had better wake up. You know, it's impossible. You can read my book. Everybody in this room has probably read Creature from Jekyll Island. We know the history of the Fed. I don't want to go back through that again, or do I need to? I don't think I need to go through that again. We know that this is the fourth failed experiment with a privately owned central bank. What are they doing today in your and my day? I want to pick up where these great patriots who have passed me this baton have left off and carry this ball, carry it to my community. And i tell you something. I'm a host on two different talk shows in South Florida in Fort Lauderdale. One of the shows that I host is called South Florida Speaks Out. And we air on the Internet on WSRF.com and on 1580 AM. The other show that I host, and that show runs 
five days a week from 11 to 1. Every day of the week they have to deal with Andre. And I'm quite sure they're not comfortable with it because I know which toe to hit to really make them want to scream. Okay? I don't want to be a blunt instrument in this, in this battle for our freedom and for our children's futures. I don't want to be a blunt instrument. I want to be a sharp spear right to the core of the problem. That's what I want to be. My wife will tell you that's why I'm up almost day and night studying, reading everything I can possibly get my hands on, both pro and con to our current monetary paradigm, to try to be more succinct, to try to uh, assess the situation much more accurately and point to the problems much more succinctly and offer solutions that will work. And I can tell you right now, Ron Paul is hitting the nail dead on the head. And if we don't give him our undivided, unequivocal, and implicit support, we will be remiss beyond any shadow of a doubt. But I can tell you something. My listeners are primarily from the Caribbean. I came to that station uh, a son of a black man from North Florida, where he's half black, half white. His biological father was the sheriff of Jackson County in 1923 and refused to own my father. He grew up without a father. He swore that he would never treat his children that way. He raised seven children, a dirt-poor country boy from North Florida who never stole anything from anyone, who never sold a drug to anyone, who said, I'm going to raise my children. I'm going to save every penny that I have and educate my children. That's why I dedicate my book to my parents, because without them there would be no me. Josephus Eglishan instilled in his children's heart the desire for fairness and to do right. He never told us to hate anyone. He taught us to love and respect all mankind. Respect them until they give you a reason not to and treat everyone the same. And that has been ingrained in my heart. It's been written into my heart by the finger of God through my father and no charlatan. No demagogue can erase it. It's there and it's there forevermore. So I want you to join with me and I want you to join with Ron Paul. I want you to join with Clayton. I want you to join with Anthony. I want you to join with, with, with Joyce Riley and everybody that's out here leading this struggle and let us continue. But let me say this. My listeners, I want to get back to this point. These people are primarily from the Caribbean. They come into our country some 60,000 strong every year. They are fleeing from... The main country there, Jamaica, it has a population of less than 2.3 million people, but the fifth highest murder rate on the face of the earth, partly because after 9-11, we saw it fit to find that as an excuse to reallocate resources to the so-called national security complex of this country. And it has left this country wallowing in an entropic gangsterfication. And the people there are fighting and devouring one another. So they tune in to Mystic 1580, a Caribbean station, and they hear me. They hear a black man saying, the time is out for pointing a finger at the white man saying that he's the responsibility for your dire economic straits. No, he isn't. 
The time is out for the white man pointing his finger at the black man saying, you and welfare recipients and these entitlement uh, grubbing uh, useless eaters are the, the cause for our dire economic straits. No, it isn't. It's a malign monetary policy that has been germinated by monetary scientists who have sucked the lifeblood out of this country. Wake up, America. We can either wake up and learn how to sup together, or I guarantee you we will die together. That's the way it is, like it or not. I am here. I'm not going anywhere, not until they take me out. I'll be here, and I will be fighting this fight right along with every last one of you. These malign economic policies are a weapon of mass destruction. Let me tell you what they're doing. You want to know what they're doing today? It's impossible to understand the role of the Federal Reserve in our society today and the role that monetary science is playing and how it controls and manipulates and prods and pushes the political policies of this government and the leading industrialized governments of the world without understanding its relationship to oil and its desire to spread American hegemony all over the world. And that includes the real crucible of the New World Order, which is China. Make no mistake about it. You can't understand the organization of Anglo-American policy without understanding how China fits into this thing. Right now, the economists all across this country have concluded that the ascension of China to the World Trade Organization has constituted the biggest coming out party in the history of capitalism. In 40 years, China will overtake America as the world's number one economy. In 10 years, the stress that China is going to put on every commodity being produced that's necessary for the industrialization of any society is going to outpace the world's capacity to produce them. Right now, the Chinese are consuming about 40% of the world's cement. About 70% of the world's crude oil is going to China. 31% of its coal, 25% of the aluminum, 30% of the iron ore, and 27% of the steel. The question we should ask ourselves is, are we so hungry for profit and for return in our 401Ks and in our IRAs and in all of the rest of the securities that uh, we have been forced to place our stake into? Are we so hungry for a profitable return on these investments that we're willing to commit suicide over them? That's the question we should ask ourselves. This is another thing I want us to start thinking about. You know, it's easy to point our fingers at the robber barons and at the Greenspans and the monetary scientists and the Bushes in the world. But what about us? Our sleep and our indifference in this country is our number one adversity. You know, if the devil had slid down out of that tree as a snake and appeared under Eve and started talking, you know, and a lot of black people think and, and say that Eve was a black woman. I don't care what color she was. She could have been polka dot as far as I'm concerned. I'm after the principle that's encouched in the story. If you miss the principle, you miss the whole ball of wax. If the devil had slid down as a snake, Eve would have ran. I know my wife would have ran. There's no way you're going to sit there and talk to a snake. No, 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 that's not the way it was. You know, it's easy to point our finger at the snakes out there, but what about us? 
We help perpetuate this system, believe it or not. Every one of us have an IRA, a 401K. Who knows what these fund managers are doing with that money, how they are investing that money in despotic regimes that seek to destroy America. You know, there are a group of people right now in this country that's calling for investor activism, the divestment in those countries that seek to destroy America and compromise uh, the notion of freedom and liberty around the world. We play a part in it. Every time, and we're a great country. We are. We're a great country. We have done so much. And this is what Bill O'Reilly likes to point to all the time. Well, you know, you got these conspiracy theorists out there and these anti-bankers and these people that are calling for the nationalization of our central bank. you damn right I'm calling for the nationalization of our central bank. It was the greatest political blunder in the history of this country to privatize it. So I'm calling for it. You're right. He's saying, they're, they're not telling you about all the good that America has done. America has loaned money to every country on the face of this earth. We've fed the hungry. We've clothed the naked. We've, we've tried to heal the sick. Yeah, but what about the strings that come attached to that aid? What about the draconian austerity, the fact that these people have to earmark 75% of their gross domestic product in debt service? That's not help. That's slavery. What about the fact that these countries have to liberalize their entire capital and financial market infrastructure. What about the fact that these countries have to privatize virtually all of their assets? Okay? If you have any commodity that's being produced in that country, timber, steel, iron ore, it's an essential, it's an essential component of our foreign policy that we have dibs on all of these commodities that are necessary for aiding these countries out of the dark ages, from turning them from starving, crippled countries in the developing world, wherein uh, despotic leaders can easily arise, pointing their fingers at America, you, at Americans, saying, you are the cause for our problems. We might bear a little bit of the responsibility if we choose to keep our head buried in the sand, if we, if we choose to be timid, if, you, if we choose to be blunt, no, we, don't, we can't be blunt anymore. We've got to be succinct. We've got to go right straight to the heart of this thing. But the people coming to our country from the Caribbean, they know a little thing about diplomatic isolationism. They know a little thing about trade preferences, the fact that uh, we won't buy anything from my and pa farmer in the Caribbean anymore because United Fruit Company uh, seeks us to buy these agricultural commodities from their privatized operations in Central America and in uh, South America and throughout the Caribbean. So my and pa... See you. Back of the line, Blackie. We're only going to buy from uh, uh, United Fruit Company, ConAgra, ADM Mills, Pillsbury, wherever these privatized operations are run in, the, in, in Central America. So they know a thing or two about that. They already know about economic op oppression. They know about the stagnation and the economic asphyxiation that, that, that diplomatic isolationism has caused. People say the Haitians just need to get a job. Doing what? The average life expectancy of a man on that island is 49.33 years, and I charge our central bank here in this country for its being that way. Poverty in that country is 78%. 70, and that's abject poverty. 75% of the island is unemployed. It's a crime before God, and we call ourselves a Christian nation. 
We want to go halfway around the world and impose democracy on people that in the last 8,000 years have never demonstrated a propensity towards our form of government because they know that our democracy is in reality a plutocracy. They already know it. But we deny people who were crying out for democracy 600 miles from our shores. That's diplomatic isolationism. They know how it has asphyxiated their country, and they don't have a hope. Failed states in our own backyard, the chaos, the gangsterfication of these cultures cannot be contained. It's going to spread. That's why they created NAFTA. That's why they created the free trade area of the Americas. That's why they are creating now the Central American Free Trade Agreement, so that when these economies catch a cold, you and I start sneezing, so that when these economies experience an undue uh, rise in, in violence and, and, and the drugs have taken over their culture and gangstified their neighborhoods, we will begin to have to lock our doors. It cannot be contained, and it's all because of monetary science. It's all because of the policies of the Federal Reserve, because it's the Federal Reserve that wants to continue to uh, assuage the anxiety of Wall Street, make sure that they're going to be happy and be assured that their profits are going to continue. So they get their nefarious little poodles in government to make sure that these, these types of trade preference agreements and this type of draconian austerity and privatization and liberalization is the policy that's implemented towards these countries. I can tell you right now it's a dangerous proposition. You know, we've all heard the expression, you can only kick a dog so much. Sooner or later, w these people are going to get angry enough to do something that they really don't want to do. And the second point in that whole situation is we see it happening over there, but we are dumb enough to think that it's not going to catch up with us here. We're mm. dumb enough to think that I sit a queen and I am no widow, to quote the Bible. We had better wake up and realize that what that book is preaching is the truth. The book of Isaiah talked about how that Satan would weaken the nations. These nations have been weakened. They have been weakened by malign monetary policies. And we're going to have to fight to restore fairness to restore the principles that are in the Bible. Now, I really I don't care whether or not you're a Muslim, whether you're a Jew, whether you're an atheist, an agnostic, or a Christian. We're looking at the principles later for the manifestation. The manifestation changes, you know, but the principle remained the same. 2,000 years ago, it was shekels, and it was dishonest weights and measures in the temple. That's why I'm calling the book Thieves in the Temple. Today, it's Federal Reserve notes. It's SDRs. It's the devaluation of our currency. It's an unfair peg of the yarn to the dollar, giving China all kinds of unfair advantages, killing our manufacturing base in here in this country, creating an almost insurmountable anim animus in the transatlantic alliance. Europe doesn't like our policies, and there, there is, you know, they're telling us the Cold War came to an end. And I interviewed Dr. Zbigniew Brzezinski on my show. And I told him, I said, look, they want to give Ronald Reagan the, 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 the credit for 50 years' worth of, uh, 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 
policies that helped to bring down the Soviet Union, I say if any one man deserves that, the lion's share of the credit, Dr. Brzezinski, it's probably you. Because you did some things to bring the Soviet Union down. Oh, you're giving me too much credit. Yes, you did. And after I led him out there on that limb and talked about how that Bush, how that Bush was coddling this guy Putin so much and how we need to be a little bit more blunt with him uh, in terms of our, our, our insistence that he provide some security over the 600 metric tons of fissile materials in the Soviet Union and how that we need a strong policy to keep this stuff from falling into the hands of people that want to hurt us. I said, now we need a consistent policy that fits our side of the world, Mr. Putin. I mean, Mr. Uh, Brzezinski. Well, I got to go now. I see you. Thank you, Andre, for the interview. <laughs> you know, and until we can be fair like that, Right is right and wrong is wrong. We're not going anywhere. Until, until we can look at one another as brothers and sisters, we're not going anywhere. The bankers are happy. The corporations that have grown up around them, they're happy because they can continue to market stuff to us that exacerbate the differences that are between us. I've got to tell you, I've got to tell you, my Caribbean brothers and sisters, they know a little something about uh, the harshness of malign economic policies. But we here in this country are just beginning to find out. I was here two weeks ago doing a book signing in L.A. I saw gas at $2.69 a gallon, regular. This is insane. You want to know how we help to create this ourselves? Well, like I told you, crude oil is a vital commodity to the industrialization of China. These fund managers that are managing your security portfolios are investing, they're speculating very heavily in crude oil. And the more they speculate in crude oil, the higher the value is going to go up. We are the ones that want these SUVs. We are the ones that won't tell Bush to bring these carburetors that can get 100 miles a gallon into the marketplace. We are the ones that refuse to support men like Ron Paul. We are the ones that are too lazy to write our congressman. We are the ones that choose to keep our heads buried in the sand. <clears throat> oh, yeah, we could keep blaming President Bush. We could keep blaming Alan Greenspan. But I guarantee you, they're not so tough. We're the tough ones. We've forgotten. We're the fourth branch of, six, of the system of checks and balances in this country. We have the executive, the legislative, the judicial, and then we the people. We are the ones that can demand that the Federal Reserve be abolished. But as long as we allow these banks to continue to seek to gain profits through increasing their fees in transnational mergers and acquisitions, particularly in Asia, as long as we continue to uh, want to consume and want to borrow every time they low, lower interest rates instead of realizing, like the deer that I love to shoot in northern Florida, uh, every year we go up there and we put corn out, and the deer come out to the corn, and I'm sitting there, a uh, black man 20 feet up in the tree with a bow and arrow, so quite naturally he looks up there at me and says, oh, you're not going to do nothing to me. <laughs> You don't look like, uh, what's the guy's name, uh, uh, some of these hunters on TV. You don't look, you're not going to do anything to me. Uh, so he goes to the corner, and bang, I take him out. Don't you see these lower interest rates, Alan Greenspan lowering interest rates, down from 8% in June of 2000 all the way down to 1% in July of 2004 is like corn in that feeder. 
They're suckering us into borrowing ourselves into oblivion, and that's exactly what we have done. We're con- you know, liquidity in homes have taken the place of a good-paying job. Credit cards have taken the place of a good-paying job. The rise in our home values has taken the place of a savings account for our retirement. It's an unsustainable economic model. And we all are going to wake up one day to the sobering fact that we're slaves. They're trying to pass a law right now to prevent you from filing bankruptcy. There's nothing that you have, as my friend Anthony J. Hilder likes to say all the time, that they aren't planning on taking away and that they aren't already taking away. We're going to have to wake up, you guys. And hold them to task. You know why they want these home values up so high? Yeah, I freaked out when I was driving across Crenshaw to go to this little church, First uh, Methodist uh, Church in L.A., and to Zara's over on La Brea. Uh, I freaked out when I was passing my Crenshaw, and they said, you know you're in the black neighborhood. And I said, really? How much do the homes cost over here? They said, you can't buy a home for under $300,000. I said, you got to be kidding me. How many black kids you know can afford a $300 house? How many white kids you know coming out of college can afford to buy a $300,000 house? Not many. They want these home values inflated as high as possible because, number one, the Fed views it as a deficit reduction tool. The more money your house is worth, the more they can charge you in a tax bill. The more they collect in taxes, the more they can allocate towards the deficit which was Clinton's prescription, but with Bush, that's more money he can allocate towards tax cuts for the rich and for his operations in Iraq and for all of the the millions and millions and billions and billions of dollars it's going to cost to advance a U.S. corporate and banking hegemony around the world, to your and my detriment, I might add. You know, in Europe right now, we could learn something from the Europeans. We really, really could from uh, uh, what a lot of people call the mother country, the motherland, Europeans for my white brothers and sisters, Africa for my ancestors, we can learn something from them because they have chosen, they have chosen to keep peace through the establishment of economic union, of an economic corporation that's a little bit more fair than what we're doing. They dangle a carrot. We choose a stick because we can. We're the only country after World War II when we decided no longer would we be the world's leading oil exporter, that we would be uh, the country which will control that resource wherever it exists on the face of the earth. So Truman, I mean, so Roosevelt got together with the Saudi royals and decided to use them as a, segre- as a surrogate oil-producing uh, entity in the world. And we chose to allocate those resources to building up the greatest military this world has ever seen and arguably ever will see. We're in Europe scaled down. And we said, don't worry about it. We'll protect you. We'll use our armies to protect you. So consequently, Europe has now, uh, not only do they operate on stricter protocols in dealing with everything from stateless capital, that's the money that moves around the world. You know, every time we loan money to a, a despotic regime or some developing country, the money doesn't stay there. It is sent out around the world to uh, seek shelter from runaway inflation because of the softness of their currencies. It's sent out around the world, and it goes out in the form of stateless capital in in search of the higher return anywhere around the world. So Europe has uh, created more stringent protocols in dealing with this problem. Federal Reserve State pulling their hair out. They don't know what to do about it, you know, because the, 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 the mania 
uh, of this stateless capital moving in and out of our markets wreak havoc on our markets. So Truman came along and said, well, we're going to have to uh, begin to have uh, uh, proxy police. He and Eisenhower said, we're going to have to have proxy police to guard our oil interests in the Middle East because the American people don't want to send their kids over there. Then along came uh, the Nixon Doctrine, which uh, uh, put, was put into place when we realized that England was reneging on their, uh, on their promise to look after our interests in the Middle East because they didn't have the military to do it. We're the only ones after World War II that allowed the military-industrial complex all of this one unwarranted access to power, both in Washington and in your wallet. We're the only ones that did it, so England couldn't do it. Then Nixon said, well, look, uh, the government of Mohammed Mossadegh, not only now on top of that, in 1953, Mossadegh uh, committed the ultimate crime. He nationalized all of uh, British petroleum oil fields. We labeled him a communist created a low-intensity coup d'etat, got him out of power. Long come Nixon in power and says, you know something? We're going to have to uh, put the Shah of Iran in there, and we're going to take care of policing our own oil interests in the Middle East. And finally, Jimmy Carter put the seal on it. In his farewell address to, con to Congress, those words are written in my heart and mind. He said, let me make myself perfectly clear. Any outside force seeking to gain control of the Persian Gulf region, will be regarded as an assault upon the United States of America, and such an assault will be repelled by any means necessary, including military force. And that's why we're over there today. So it's impossible to understand the role of the Fed today until you understand the role that China's playing. They're financing our appetite to spend. Okay? They refuse to uh, unpeg the yarn from the dollar. Europe is dangling the carrot in front of their face. Okay, well, if you release that dollar peg, we'll lift the arms embargo. And if you start accepting more euros uh, in your currency reserves instead of oil, we'll lift that arms embargo even further. And the Bush administration and the Federal Reserve is about to pull their hair out because they just don't know how to handle it. These robber barons that set this system in, in, in motion. They knew that it would have a certain amount of chaos in the whole dynamic that would be difficult for them to control, but they want to do it. It's just like when they ended the Britain Woods system in 1971 and took us off the gold standard so that they can loan out money that they create out of absolutely nothing at all and get other governments addicted to it. They knew that this would create a central banking crisis so that it could hasten the day when no longer would there be the Federal Reserve, the Bank of England, the Bank of Japan, the Bunch Bank, the Bank of Italy, but there would be one bank. There would be one bank because the people would cry out for monetary reform. It's my goal to enlighten the American people, to teach us what to ask for, so that we won't be blind in the dark, so that my brothers and sisters won't be pointing their fingers at some white guy that's scuffling to his knuckles to the bone trying to send his kids to school, keep them out of the harm's way, so that the white man won't be pointing at me saying, you're the reason for my problems, and we're fighting one another. And all the while, the Rockefellers and the Greenspans and the Bushes of the world are going to the bank on our ignorance. And we'll wrap it right there. Of course, the video does go on. Please take a listen to 
um, uh, to that video in its entirety. Again, Andre Eglishon, how the banks are robbing you blind. It is so much information uh, there that Andre presents that one really needs to uh, uh, watch and listen to that more than one, you know, more than one time. Um, I want to say a big happy new year to everyone. I'm hoping uh, and praying, frankly, that 2019 um, is prosperous and joyous and, and, and healthy um, and, um, uh, and rewarding. Um, uh, and we know that uh, 2019 will be a year of tremendous challenge as well. Uh, and I look forward to uh, the I Declare show navigating that as much as, uh, as I can. Uh, I want to thank uh, Janice and uh, LD and Mike for their calls. We have a board full of listeners, and I thank you guys so very much for your listenership and participation. Uh, Alpha, thank you for being out there in the wings with me. And, of course, we look forward to your return to the airways. I want to share with you, I have a guest coming up uh, next week, uh, Mr. John Wesley Downey. John Wesley Downey is uh, many things. He is a uh, radio um, uh, uh, connoisseur. He's been in the game about 50 years. Uh, he's done TV, radio, um, uh, you name it. Uh, uh, he's done it uh, in this business. He's a voiceover coach, and he's an author. And um, uh, I had the privilege of working with uh, Mr. Downey, and I look forward to uh, sitting with him next week and sharing his book uh, uh, with uh, all of you and chopping it up uh, with a radio guru, uh, a media guru, uh, if you will, John Wesley Downey. My name is India Declare, a.k.a. I Declare. You can find me on my social media platforms at I Declare, at I Am I Declare. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, follow me on Twitter and what do you do on Instagram? I guess you follow that too, right? You follow on Instagram? Okay, yeah. So follow me on uh, I Am I Declare on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, I'll be back uh, next Friday. A lot is going on. Uh, my life is like changing and, 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 and a lot of things are going on. Uh, so sometimes the show will be done in my studio. Sometimes the studio might be in my car. Uh, and, and, and that's okay too. Uh, I'll see you next week. Uh, if it's real raw right now, talk media. It is. I declare media, the, I declare show talk soon. Stay tuned at I am. I declare. India declare real raw and right now. Declare show. Real Raw Right Now Talk Media. I declare it. Check out IDeclareMedia.com and always remember, no matter what, know your value. No matter what, know you matter. You're listening to the I Declare Show. Real Raw Right Now Talk Media. I declare it. Your value. No matter what, know you matter. Thanks for listening to I Declare Media, the I Declare Show, home of Real Raw Right Now Talk Media, and indeed, I Declare It. I just want to tell the truth. I just want to tell the truth.